What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and super real estate agent when licensed with Remax Results. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. Hello. You brought in your bright friend, our friend that is so sunshiny. Oh, in my nature. Goodness. She's in denial, in, but, man. She thinks it's going to be like a 90 degree day. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling you, Shelly. Our friend, Shelly. Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Hello, Shelly. Good morning. Good you morning. You are just a ray of sunshine, regardless she of what is. season it is. It's the orange I'm wearing, yes. I think, today. It is no, the last is day the, of summer. The it is the sunshiny yeah. disposition that you have. It's my All favorite right. color. Ah, right. Yes. Oh, wow. I love that color as well. <laughs> yes, you should do that. Let's get your numbers out yes, of your yes. MLS numbers, All of please. that uh, business stuff. Yes, 367-826 and the corporation... One seven eight eight. Well, we are going to cover some really cool things that are going on right now. And, uh, you know, we are getting back into a lot of our family routines. Uh, mm-hmm. Kids are going back to school. Summer is officially going to be over. All of those things. And so we've talked about, it seems like seasonally, that this is the time of year where people kind of go, all right, should I hunker down or should I really make some moves before it gets into full on winter? So what are we seeing out there, ladies? Well, Shelly. What are you seeing in mortgage? Busy, busy, busy okay. times. Absolutely. People still interested in buying. Right. I, I, I feel that the buyers that I've been talking to feel more encouraged that okay. they feel kind of like you're saying, Shanna, mm-hmm. that it's there's less people to compete with out right. there because they're having those feelings. Yes. yes. And I just kind of feel like for me personally, I'm one of those people that... I just need time to think sometimes and, and, and being in that rush of I have to close right now and do that right. stuff that just doesn't fit my particular buying patterns in general. I like to be able to think on it. So maybe this is a better season for me if it, you're like I am. It might be a little bit better season for okay. you. But here's the thing. So you know how that when you're out shopping, let's yes. just use shoes for an ex- example. Or like cute we do boots. often. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. So let's just say that you're you're in DSW and you see the cutest boots you've ever seen and, and they just happen to be sitting on the clearance rack back there and you know boots are just coming back out. And so you say to yourself, Hmm, I just need to think about those boots today. <laughs> and so, you know what? You come back and guess what? Those boots Tomorrow. are gone. And you have to be okay with that, though, is what I'm yeah. saying. Is that if you're a person like me, and I have a good example of it because I was doing that, and I was looking for a purse. I told you the story, <laughs> Mimi. I was looking for a new purse, and there was one, and it was on the clearance. And I was like, well, maybe that, but I need to think on it. And I walked away, and somebody else bought it, but... Long story short, I did find a better one. Like the, oh, I found a different okay. one. So if sometimes it's, you know, I, I do. There was if, a purpose. If, if, if it was a purpose. So if yes. you missed out on one, it doesn't mean that, you know, Shelly and Mimi can't find you what really is yes. what was supposed to be but, for you. But we do have a saying in real estate. Now, maybe probably this applies to a lot of things. But if you have to sleep on it, you're probably not going to sleep in it. <laughs> you go, but where's the, where, where are the, like, the sounders you for that? Like, wait, wait, I got to Sonny will have your rib shot. There you go. Next time. I'll say it again next next segment. Sonny, get that ready because she's very disappointed that we did not have a timpani prepared. Man. All right. So here a womp womp. That's what we needed. Was a womp womp womp. Well, yeah, that's 
doing that. Or both. So I'm just going to give you guys some math. Okay. Which I never do. And I'm going to tell you my algebra teacher would be oh so shocked. Because you do normally leave the math to show. Um, I'm leaving (laughs) it all to somebody else. Yes. But um, for the Twin Cities, I'm just going to give you some of our Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors market activity data provided to us each and every week. And we haven't talked about this in a while. So I'm just going to read this to you. The White House released a plan to broadly overhaul the housing finance system. Right, Shelly? (laughs) Including the reprivatization of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and reforms for federal agencies involving with financial substantial portions of the mortgages made every single year. Okay. And those changes are will affect the cost and availability of loans in the future. And many recommendations will require legislative approval. So it's unclear at this time how much of the plan will eventually be implemented. And it's ultimately the impact on the housing market. Have you got any insight on that, Shelly Ferris? Yes, the key phrase was, we need uh, congressional approval. There you go. There you go. (laughs) That's our so wisdom. the process has begun, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, so it's not necessarily ripply effect. Or the ripple effect hasn't actually taken effect. Right. So any of us will be here. But well, that wasn't the math. Okay. Yeah. So oh, okay. You, you're Fair get enough. ready to be impressed. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what's happening. Holding me. on. Uh, median sales price increased again. I can't even get over this number in the metro area. 286,000 wow. is our new median. Wow. That's the median. Okay. We're, Wow. We're rich here okay. in the Twin Cities. I'm just telling <laughs> well, you. Okay. We're low. It was not that long ago when it was like half 214. Yeah, okay. right. I mean, golly. Yes. Yep. And so here's the other thing that might surprise you. Where days on market was almost like a blip on a radar. Now we are increasing. Now we're at 41 days. Oh, wow. Median days on market. Oh, that's surprising. The, it is. And you can feel it when you're working in the field. Right. You right. know it. And people are like, dang, this house has been on the market for a while. I'm like, yeah, so is a lot of other ones. Right. 41 days is our median. That's surprising. And our percent of original list price that our sellers are getting still right almost at 100%. So okay. we're at 99%. So when, when a buyer says, can I get a little off of that thing? I'm like, yeah, no. They're like shaving skin sells okay, off yeah. of it. Yeah. No, yeah. not much. And our month supply of inventory for homes, that also went down. We're at 2.5 months. So normal market, when which we haven't seen in a, I, since I've been licensed, I've not seen a normal market. Between five and six months of inventory, we're at less than half of that, okay. 2.5 months. So, you know, buyers don't get discouraged, but now is a great time to shop. Right. Because the, the sellers that are on the market now really don't want to shovel. Right. You know, right. They <laughs> don't. They want to get all of this taken care of. Yes. Right. And yes. so buy now and get a great deal and sellers will be so happy that you're making them a good offer. <laughs> right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's my math. All right. I like your math. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Yes. But now you've created an expectation that you will math more often. Well, <laughs> <laughs> depends on how good the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors right. dazzles us. But that 286, works. are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah, that's fine. That's fantastic. Right. But, and then plus it does seem like in a lot of ways, you wanted to cover today, Shelly, is talking about success stories mm-hmm. and how you can help uh, all of our my talkers actually have their own success stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when you're looking at that dollar amount, you can help them work on what is required for them to be able to make those kind of offers successfully. That's right. And yes. to be put themselves in a financial position that they can actually end up in a home versus continuing in that renting cycle. Right, right. I can think of a real quick story right off the top of my head because I know we're about to go to break, but the uh, I had a, a gentleman call me who he was qualified to two 
220. Okay. He could not find anything at 220. He was beating his head against the wall. 220, there's nothing. There's nothing. The realtor would call the loan officer. Is there any way you can get him up to 240? Nope. 220 is max. 220 is a salaried individual. There was no wiggle room on debts. That's what he qualified for. And so she got me involved. And I took a look at what the payment was. There was $85, $95 a month in mortgage insurance in that payment. We did a single premium mortgage insurance, got rid of the monthly. He qualified to 240 and bought a house in two days. Gotcha. It can happen, guys, but you have to reach out. You got to raise your hand. We can help. So this is, I'm just going to say it. They're you know what? We've got mortgage experts on the show because they're experts right. and they've been around. They've done this. And Shelly Ferris is phenomenal at looking at the cracks and, and looking and analyzing the loan and what can you do different and figuring out a solution for you. So this is why a second opinion is super important. That's a good way to put it. Second right. opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't like if if somebody tells you, Miss Shannon, that, you know, your arm is broken and it can't be fixed. Are you going to stop at that? No, I'm all like, mm-hmm. somebody should be able to fix this. I'm at least going to ask a couple more people. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So second opinions. Do that's that. what we're about. Don't stay frustrated. Raise right. your hand. Yes. We're here to help. So when we come back, we're going to continue talking about real life scenarios that Shelly and sometimes me have been involved in. And we're going to be taking all of our listeners' questions. Right. And you can get a hold of us here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. In studio, of course, our super real estate agent from Remax Results, Mimi Shoneman, is here. Also from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, our friend Shelly Ferris is in the building. Hello, ladies. And we're talking about success stories and how we can help you be one of them. Yes. And I do, before we get into the next story, I do want to remind everybody that we've got a lot of really great information posted on our show page. All you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. And one of the things that we've got posted is the video, Sellers Now is the Time to Buy. Right. So, um, you know, you have to just be able to go there and take a look at all of the good information that we've got posted. We've got links where you can actually shop for property. Okay. You can contact Shelly and myself and lots of good information. So be sure and check that out. Right, because a lot of times you're like, okay, I don't even know where to start or maybe I need to have a team of people that can help me go. I'm navigating a divorce or I'm a slightly different type of buyer slash seller and going, I don't even know what question to start with. This is a great resource for you. Exactly. And this is a a great lead-in into this client that Shelly and I both had. Right. So, Shelly, tell a a little bit about the story. So, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, background here. So, um, uh, I had a a listener call, uh, and her problem or her standoffishness from buying a house was she didn't have any money for a down payment. And uh, she had about $1,000 and that was it. And it couldn't be more than that. And she had some credit challenges. She had some some hurdles to get over. So um, she gave us a shout and uh, sat down with her and did a consultation and um, and assessed exactly what her problem was. Her rent was going up every year, sometimes twice a year. You know, does that sound like you? That then that was her problem too. So we met, we had a consultation, we discussed her income and her bank deposits. We made some suggestions to better her situation. As we, I, I kind of talked to her about perceiving it from the underwriter's point of view. A lot of times people think, you know, um, well, I can afford it. Right. I can afford it. You know, but if an underwriter looks at it differently or if you're 
income isn't stable, maybe you can afford it this month, but maybe not next month. Right. And we can't guarantee on that and all of that. And how so, is it going to affect the rest of your life? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. they look at the whole picture. So we talked about some score improving activities she could do. We talked about some income different things that she could do. That was June when we sat right. down. She did her homework and checked in with me from time to time. And I'm telling you guys, last May, she closed on a home. And her house payment was $150 less than what her rent was. So lots of success there. Lots of success. You could tell that she liked it enough that she was going to actually write in and tell us how great her experience yeah, was. Yeah, so we talked with her. We were hoping she would be able to, to call and talk with us here while we're talking about her, but she was had an event to go to today, but she was very gracious and wrote us a written statement. So, Ms. Shannon, can you read that for us? She says, being the head of my household, a mom of three, I thought it was impossible to purchase a home until the time was right. I felt my credit score was not good enough and never knowing when the time was going to be right. I was listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show and I heard Shelly Ferris discussing how to build slash repair credit to buy a home. I decided what harm would it be to reach out and get the reach out to the credit contessa herself. Shelly and I sat down at a local coffee shop and went through my credit reports. I was nervous for fear of embarrassment, but it was truly not the case once Shelly explained to me what items I should reasonably take care of or not and why. I took all of Shelly's advice and within three months, I went for it. I filled out a super quick loan application and gathered my supporting documents. Within moments, I was shocked. Me, with a menial credit score, working mom of three, was pre-approved for a home mortgage. Shortly after, I connected with Mimi Shoneman and we started looking at first-time home buying listings. In looking at homes, there were so many buyers at the showings, it was very discouraging after putting in offers and being outbid. Mimi continued the course with creative solutions. Thankfully, Mimi has a strong network and she was able to find an awesome off the market property for me. Shelly and Mimi were so dedicated and genuine through my home buying experience. Both Shelly and Mimi would get back to me with my questions or concerns and anything that I might have immediately. I'm grateful to say that when what I'm grateful to say that what I thought was an impossible goal of being a homeowner came to fruition. In May, I brought In May, I bought the -the off-the-market property, a four-bedroom, two-bathroom home my friend and family call the home a mini-mansion with a mudroom and all. Closing was so quick and seamless. One of the best parts of this home-buying dream is that I am now building equity and wealth for me and my family. I never thought I had the time or the credit score to buy a home, yet these dedicated to made it possible. Some people go the extra mile. Mimi, Shelly, and their team are those people. I am forever grateful. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm missing out. So again, an example of someone who couldn't, who who thought that they wouldn't be a success story, actually was able to find success because you spend the time going, well, what are the pieces that we can put together Mm -hmm. for you? Mm -hmm. And we're not saying that it's always magic. You know, as you said, she did the homework. You said, here's what we need to work on. But a lot of times that homework is more effective and even less than you think. I will tell you, she she is a joy to work with. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, you're you know, for, I'm just going to tell the buyers out there for for those of you that get, get beat out on these on these offers, it is almost as hard on your realtor to to get beat out with right. you because we see the disappointment. Right. You know, it's just like starting over every single time. Yeah. It's awful. 
But, you know, I said to her, because she was ready to quit, she said, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm so depressed. It's awful. And I said, just just hang in there because you'll be happy that you did. Right. And so I started looking under rocks and making calls (laughs) and trying to find a house that wasn't yet listed in her price range. But Shelly, this was a unique situation because I not only that, but, you know, you had to have an FHA approved house. And it also had to be somebody who was willing to deal with a client that had down payment assistance. Right. And a lot of sellers won't do that because they know that there's so many more opportunities with the conventional buyer and it's a little safer for them. But we found that really, I mean, and I, she's not kidding, Minnie Mansion. I told her, right. I said, listen here, if you don't buy that house, I'm buying it because <laughs> it was, I remember that it was that good. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh man, this is like a hallelujah moment yes. fell right from the sky. It was so everything about this this was this is always going to remain one of my favorite transactions oh, that's right. awesome yeah and that, that house it was perfect for her it I was mean, so perfect, perfect location perfect space perfect everything it was just perfect that's it was awesome and yeah and you're cry. right for it to to meet fha guidelines too i mean again that's kind of a little miracle right happened right there so yeah. it was supposed to be yeah so sometimes you just need to make sure that you are open to different possibilities. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like she had the right combination of, I'm willing to do my due diligence, but I'm also willing to take the good advice and the wise counsel of you two. You know, and you just got to hang on, right, Mm -hmm. Shelly? Right, because because it could be the next one. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You just got to hang on and keep going. Mm -hmm. Because right now, you know, if her rent was already going up, what's it? what would it be going up to now? Right, exactly. You know, because, you know, rents are really, I mean, 1600 is not nothing. It's nothing anymore. Absolutely. I hear it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so um, let's talk a little bit about our next uh, success story. Okay. So um, let's see here. Well, we just have a few minutes, so I'll go through this one kind of quickly, but I I bet you there's other people out there that are meeting these same kind of challenges. Right. Um, Hi, Shelly. I was rejected for a mortgage by another lender, you know, and, and what kind of chutzpah does it take to pull your bootstraps up and just make the phone call? First of all, admit it. Right. And then say, oh, is there anything you can do? That is a hard phone call to make. I right. get it. I 100% get it. But make the phone call because every lender reviews or adjusts guidelines differently yes. and they're not rules these are not mortgage rules these are mortgage guidelines there's a reason why they call them guidelines they are not in stone so one lender might look at things completely different than another lender if you are getting rejected for ratios or how long you've been on your job or a credit blip you need to make a call Okay, so let's talk a little bit when we come back from the break what you mean by the term ratios and how that affects buyers. Good. Okay, we can also take your call. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. We always remind you that you can find this information, and as Mimi mentioned earlier, you can get some great resources by going to our show page. You go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. But before we talk about any of those things, we want to get to this week's house, red hot house of the week, and this week's house is in Coon Rapids. Mimi, you said I had a great story about this Red Hot House of the Week. I do. But we're going over to Coon Rapids, like Miss Shannon just said. And our Red Hot House of the Week is at 9679 Juniper Street Northwest. 
And I want you to go ahead and start texting us right now, One Level Living to 651-226-2560. So this property, I'm going to tell you the price first, is only 160000 A one-level house? A one-level wow. townhouse. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, two-bedroom, one-bath, one-car garage. Really completely spacious, uh, very nice vaulted ceilings. Got the nice laminate flooring. So the property has been completely painted. You walk in, you have nice natural light, and you've got a very, very expansive master suite with extraordinarily large closets. You have a full bathroom with tile floor. And then you walk into the kitchen. The kitchen has updated appliances and freshly white enameled cabinets. Wow. It's got a stackable washer and dryer in there for your convenience and an attached garage, a very spacious garage with storage racks in there and everything. And you walk out your sliding patio doors to sit there on your nice patio, very spacious, overlooking complete green grass. Wow. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. So it's priced to sell fast. Association fees are only two sixty five a month, and this you can get into far less than rent. Right. And everything is on one level. Wow. And it has a lot of the things done that we're saying, you know, when a lot of times it seems like you're convincing people, don't expect it to be move in ready, to have it be completely re uh, it is dialed. And ready. this one is a surprisingly shining jewel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you the story about it. So um, right when we first started doing the Red Hot Real Estate Show back in 2011, um, this particular lady, the owner, called and she was, uh, as we sometimes do, do drawings for people who call in and this and that. And this particular show, we did um, the Screamin' Mimi Salsa yes. from Lexington, Kentucky. And so I'd sent her a jar of the salsa back in 2011. And so back in the spring... She called me and told me that, you know, I want you to come out and and do a market analysis on my place. I'm selling it. And so I came out and we were visiting and she's telling me all the things she wants to do and what can she do to fix it up, this and that. And so we're talking about paint. We're talking about should she do the kitchen remodel? Should she not? All those sorts of things. And I said, well, you know, before we get into all of that, you know, and I really love to help people pick out colors and that sort of thing. It's kind of in my wheelhouse. I said, where are you going? And she told me she was dying. Oh, so anyway, so she did. So she passed away. And um, anyway, so this is her house. Thank you for sharing that, Mimi. Mimi. We get close to our clients. We do. I'm telling you, they become, I talk about this all the time where it's like I'm, you kind of become a mother a little bit where you you take them on and I, I kind of cradle them. If you could see me, I'm kind of cradling and then I kind of release you at the closing table because you've grown up now. You've grown through the transaction and now Mm -hmm. I can release you, but you become part of us. We sleep with you. We Mm -hmm. eat with you. We think about you. You are part of us. And we do talk so often about transitions because this is something that we're very close to because this is someone that Mimi knew and had had this relationship over time. But we talk about why are you making the differences and the changes that you have in your life? And, you know, you know, so many of our, you know, when we're especially looking at a home like this, like one, you know, these one level living homes, it's because maybe you have a parent that needs to transition to something right. and you're in a position where not only are you taking care of your, 
your kids, but now you're helping take care of a parent or a loved one, or they're trying to make that decision on how they can, you know, stay self-sufficient for as long mm-hmm. as possible. And so to have this kind of opportunity that's out there, and and it's also another testament to the way that you guys build your relationships, because we do talk about how it's not always about you're going to have this house for the next 30 years. Right. Sometimes you need to be able to make a transition and knowing that you have someone like Mimi and Shelly that you've known for years that can help you yeah. when things are difficult, that mm-hmm. they are going to help you with grace and courage and to transition, you know, with all of the respect that you deserve. So, you know, if you go out there and take a look at this house, I picked the colors, so don't be hating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're lovely. It, yeah. is, sure it they is really a phenomenal deal. Oh, wow. I'm going to say in the last five years, this might be the best deal we've ever talked about here right. on, the, on the radio show. So be sure and text us Man, that's um, One six, Level Living to, to 651. 651- Two two six two five six zero. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that, Mimi. I'm sure that that one is going to go quickly. And and yeah, just again, you know, all of today, I do appreciate the joy in the transitions because a lot of times we just look at things and go, "This is hard," and mm-hmm. people don't like change. You know, one of the quotes that I say all the time is, "No one likes change but a baby." And we all have, you know, we all have <laughs> had a baby that didn't even want to get changed. Uh, where you held and you're like, "I'm doing this for you." Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really in the best interest sometimes to go, "How can you have the right people on your side?" Mm -hmm. so that you can make these transitions Mm -hmm. and being able to sit there and go, here's how we help you become successful in this goal. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We identify it. You know, mm-hmm. I, that, I tell people that all the time in loan application. Mm-hmm. Let me do the math. You kind of started off with that on, on today's show, Mimi, that you were going to do the math. But I tell people that all the time because that's all I do all day long. Much right. to the chagrin of how much I hated math when I was in high school. <laughs> full disclosure. Hated, hated, hated. Right. What am I doing this math for? I'm <laughs> right. not going to use math in my life. Oh, my oh. gosh. That's all I do <laughs> all day right. long. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, should I be buying? a house let me do the math should i get a new job let me do the math should i refinance my house let me do the math let me do the math and let me help you through that yes and you know for our listeners out there you know we do care yes we really do care right so shelly Tell us another success story. All right, let's talk about ratios. We kind of teased them with that in the be, uh, at the break. And so what are ratios? So we look, as lenders, we look at the ratio of your income to your debts. Okay, okay. that's a ratio. That's an important ratio. Because I'm going to use your gross monthly income, not the amount that you take home, but your gross monthly income to qualify you. If you make $3,000 a month, and then they take your taxes off, and you bring home 1800 I get to use the 3000 to qualify you right and then we use that against your debts the house payment we're proposing plus the amount of debts that you pay monthly and that's a ratio if that ratio is too high we know that we're doing it off of your gross monthly income we know you need to eat still you know we haven't factored that in your daily bread or your daily gas or whatever so there are ratios and they need to be within a guideline yes guideline I use the word guideline not rule And if they're too high, then the underwriter says, no, 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 no. They're not going to only want to eat ramen noodles the rest of their life, Shelly. We need to take a peek at this, right? That's basically what they're saying. And as a loan officer for 30 years, that's what I juggle. Okay, you need to get a new job sometimes, I tell people. You know what? You're just not going to cut it. Or, hey, I get that you get this side money that's not on paper anywhere from your you know, maybe the father of your child or something, but it's not on paper that I can document, so I can't use it. So to you, it feels like you can qualify for it or feel comfortable with it, but 
I don't get you to can't use prove that it. Money. Let's right. talk about what you just said about child support. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think that sometimes folks are are shocked that you know you can age out of child support and you need so many years in order right. to be able to to count that as your qualifying income. Yes, three years minimum, three years. So if your uh, decree or stipend or whatever kind of legal papers that you have identify that the support will last until they're eighteen or until they're out of college, well, then we have to establish that right. piece of it, and that yes, you are going to still get that money if they're fourteen years of age. Great, we're in game. If we're fifteen, now we kind of look at birth dates even and when that money's going to cut off because it might not be a full three years from then. So a loan professional knows what they're looking at. They know how to ask the right questions to make sure that the money's going to really be able to be counted. And so when do you see that a lot of times coming into play? Is that kind of a divorce situation where you would be looking at the age of the child in order to be able to count that for income? Right, a divorce, or sometimes people aren't married and there's stipends or court papers where there's child support indicated that uh, needs to be paid to help support the child that you have together. Right. Um, th- there's all different, sometimes it's voluntary, sometimes there's nothing on paper and the uh, um, other person just voluntarily helps support. If it's regular, and we can prove in the past you've got it. There's nothing to predispose that you won't in the future. I can use that. So, but a it, lot sometimes of lenders bank can't. statements that uh, that's enough. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes bank statements. Sometimes canceled checks for the last twelve months. Okay. Um. Even though there's no court papers that go with it, we can use that money in a lot of instances. And I will tell you, I was shocked when when I learned that because at most of the companies that I've worked at in the past, that's not been the case. So Fair enough. We can do that here. Okay. That's fabulous. So, for instance, you've got a, a grandparent, for instance, that's kicking in so much money right. a month to help with the kids. Yes. And it's a single parent, what have you. Right. Or even if it's not, right? Right. So grandparents are, are, and you're trying to buy something. How how can you prove that grandma and grandpa are going to continue with the money? Well, we assume that they will continue if they've been consistent about it in the past. So consistent isn't $400 this month and then you let three months go by and then another 200 bucks and then you let four months go. It doesn't work like that. Right. Okay. 200 bucks every month for the last 12 months. I can prove it out of deposits into my account or I can prove it in canceled checks. That's consistency. Okay. And we don't predispose. And I will tell you a lot of other companies do. We do not predispose. Well, they're going to pass away one day, so we can't right. really use that income. So no, no, no. We're right. gonna, no, your ratios are too high. We don't do that. We okay. look at it from the buyer's perspective and their expectations in life and yep. that's this is what's happened before so this is what we think is going to continue to happen well that's a great yes. explanation of ratios yes so um how to tell finish up this success story oh, right so so i was rejected by for a loan by another lender so first thing they did which was the most important was they raised their hand and they reached out i can't find you if you're out there floating on your own so you're not just walking around just asking people right right exactly but you know sometimes it's the ratios are too high or sometimes it's i don't have enough reserves left over these are lender terms or my job is unstable and so if people call me and they say and this has happened many times in my career they call me and they say i've been rejected i ask them why and do you know that i would say 80 percent of the time they do not know why right they've been rejected they wow. just feel awful you mm-hmm. know they're just sitting there wallowing in their awfulness and do not you, even knowing what to overcome do you think that they 
just blacked it out when they said, no, we can't do it. And they just like shut down. Can I raise my hand for what I think it is? (laughs) Yeah, why? Because when you get the paperwork, if you you go and you go to, and I go and I apply for something, they might send me the rejection paperwork, but it's the... (laughs) The general term as mm-hmm. to why it was rejected, it doesn't necessarily explain it. So mm-hmm. it has all of the terms that Shelley just said that said the ratio was too high right. or the the ben, you know the the you Wait, know didn't, didn't have, have enough, enough reserves. reserves. What's I don't that? know what that yeah, yeah I don't know what not enough reserves means yeah, yeah. in a a layman's terms. Yeah, uh, so they're just lot. trying to be polite, right? Right. Not, well, no, they're being official. Yes, and they're being you know so they're and they're covering their liability. Correct, and yeah. so that's all fine, and that's their guideline. But I don't know what that means, right. and and it sounds like no. As a hard low, mm-hmm. no, like it's a rule, as you just said, right. Shelly, it's a guideline, but I don't know that as right. someone that's just applying. I don't know that somebody else might be able to to so, bend that. So I have a rule. I'm mm-hmm. going to put the rule out there. So if you are listening or you know someone who has applied for a loan and they got denied, I'm going to put the rule out there that the next step is to call Shelly. Yes, that so is that the she next can step. get the second opinion. Thank you. Not only can she probably get you qualified right now, but if she can't, she'll tell you when she could. Right. And I'm going to give out Shelly's number because we're going to have to go to break and then okay. come back and we'll share a one more success story before we wrap up the show today. But you can always get a hold of Shelly Ferris at 612-839-6918. That's 612-839-6918. Yes, Thank and you. so... Let's come back from the break and we'll finish up with the finale of a success story that Shelly worked on and why she's so fabulous. All Thank right. You. you can also be part of the show. Our number here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. We always appreciate you being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. I'm Miss Shannon, Mimi Shoneman, Shelly Ferris are also also here. We have been talking about success stories. Yeah. About how these two uh, young women have created these amazing relationships with people and actually got them into the home that they were trying to get. And a lot of times you hear a no, but it's not a hard no. It's a you just have to do some homework, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I want to just, uh, you know, this is not something that we prepared for, but something that Shelly and I were talking about before we came into the show. So Shelly, Shelly's got a new office in Blaine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really nice in a, a shopping mall kind of scenario. And And so she said that she was working late there one afternoon this past week. (laughs) Tell the story, Shelly. Oh, yeah. And this gentleman came in and I could tell that he had just there's a there's a credit union. I'll just leave it at that. About three doors down from us. And and he had a folder from them. So he meandered my way. (laughs) He he wasn't purposely coming to see me. So (laughs) and 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 he came and it was late in in the afternoon and I could have easily left a few hours before that. But you know how oh I'm just going to do this quick. Oh I'm just going to do this quick. You know and you just and next thing you know it's two and a half hours later. And then um, Mr. Mann comes in and with his little folder and he starts peppering me with questions. And so we started peeling the onion back. That's what we call it in my business. We peel the onion back to find out what's at the core. What's your gig? What's and I. Long story short, he had been rejected from the credit union down the way. Right. And so we started to talk about why he had had a bankruptcy. He was looking to refinance. He had been in the house long enough. Long story short, we were able to get his his transaction done for wow. him. A nice refinance, and it wasn't that hard. It was, and he reduced his interest rate by more than a percent. And he Lots happened to be good. ready because he had collected yeah. everything to go to the credit right. union. He's like, well, I have this red road folder full yeah. of all my information. Well, and if my, my life credit is union here, won't give me a loan, who else will? I mean, that's kind of what that's people like think your brother. that's wrong. Right. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Right? That yeah. is kind it of isn't. like your brother, <laughs> but you're kind of right that way. That's yes. how they act, though. I agree. Yeah. You know? 
So and I'm not, not hating. Yeah, I'm like I I bank it one, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But it does like you kind one. of thing. I bank it one, and they're so I get at it. what they're good at exactly, yes. you know. And so you just kind of go, well, everything should just live here, yeah. and then you go, oh wait, I'm not. And I like the way that you put it. It's not that you're even that odd. It's just that they have a set group of guidelines mm-hmm. that they're able to do. So your brother is good at certain things. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's mm-hmm. what you have your brother do. Sometimes you need to have somebody right. else do it because right. your brother can't do everything. Remember That's the all. shape ball? Well, the little kid shape balls and like the star will go in the star yep. spot and the yep. circle will go in the circle spot. Right. That's your credit union. Right. Okay? They just have if a shape. If you're a star or mm-hmm. you're a square or you're a circle, you are awesome with them. If right. you are anything obscure, something <laughs> Long, a dodecahedron. You need to go see somebody. You just used the children analogy with me, and I I followed you. I'm just going to say that. I'm right. If nothing else, you can remember what that thing was. They didn't even have that when I was born. Yes, they did. That was one of those. That's one of those old school things. They had that, and then they let us play with the abacus. Right. We had blocks and we had jacks. Oh, okay. So there you have it. Lincoln Logs? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. See, real estate. Yeah. (laughs) Math. Fair enough. All right. So, Shelly, you have been sometimes referred to as the credit contessa. Indeed. Um, And so you're like the genius of fixing credit scores. So let's talk about how you do that. I take that on. You know, a lot of lenders won't do that. And I'll be honest, in the beginning of my career, I didn't either. it's, It's elusive. It's... It, you do one thing and it's like two steps forward, one step back and right. it doesn't feel right. And you can't just Google fix my credit and bam, it tells you how to fix your credit. Everybody's situation's different to your credit mix, to what mishaps you might have had, to the balances you have. And we look at all of that. We look at all of that in, in, in my office and we grade what kinds of things can we do to increase the credit score to benefit the credit we have a tool even that's called a what if simulator or a wayfinder simulator and it tells us hey what if i had a thousand dollars and i put a hundred dollars on this card and 400 on this and 500 on this what will happen to the credit score and it spits that information back where can you find that folks nowhere right. i will tell you right now nowhere you need to find a loan officer that will do that for you because then not only do you have to do that part but you have to interpret what it told you to do and does it say you have to wait three months or does it say you have to you know what what is it what's the direction that it's giving you different programs too have different score criterias so sometimes it's just that you're trying to hit that score for this program but you really need to maybe look at these other programs that you already are qualified for is this going to take time to get to that score it's going to take energy and money and Lots of different avenues, lots of different paths, but we need to be open to all the different things that it's telling us. So, Shelly, so what's some of the the top three bang for your buck things that people can do to improve their scores? So, top three bang for your buck. I would say, number one, make sure you have the right mix. The right mix of credit is one installment and two revolving credit cards at least. And what does that mean? What's an installment? Well, installment is like a student loan a car loan, things that you make the same payment every month and in a certain amount of time, it's going to be paid off in full. Okay. Five years, three years, 10 years. That's an installment loan. I'm always going to pay $300 a month. And at the end of that five years, I'm going to own this vehicle free and clear. That's an installment loan. Revolving is credit cards. You've got your Target card or your Home Depot card or your Visa or your MasterCard or Discover. And 
those are revolving because they open up a limit for you, let's say a $500 limit, and you can charge and pay down and charge and pay down. And it's revolving. It's moving all the time like the ocean. It's ebbing and tiding. So you need a good mix. And you could have more credit than that, but that's the minimum. You want one installment and two revolving. So if you're sitting out there trying to be the ostrich, oh, I got in trouble with the credit uh, five years ago and I just don't do credit anymore. Oh, boy, you are pigeonholing yourself into a hard life because credit moves mountains yes. <laughs> it just does so you need to you need to be open to that please open well, credit. okay so let's just talk about that for a quick second so i do i'm going to use my niece as an example she's a dave ramsey fan and nothing about dave ramsey i'm a fan too so, but they she's like i don't pay anything with a credit card she brings out her envelopes and pulls in the cash and i'm like well, good for you for the discipline but i said you're gonna need to get a credit card to get a house and That's she right. says no i'm not and i'm like Sit back and watch. You're going to have to get a credit card to get a house. Right, right. Okay. So um, she's got a little truth. She could get a, a, a house without a credit score because without a credit card, she's either not going to have a good score or she's not going to have a score. Okay. And you can do it, but you have to have more down payment. And you're going to end up in a government loan and you're going to have mortgage insurance. So you're pigeonholing yourself is what you're doing. You're not allowing the menu to open up all the way to all the choices. Okay. And so for the person out there that says, okay, I got this, but I've got student loans and I pay that every month. What do you say to that person? I say, great, get a credit card. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's, you gotta use them too. I mean, I don't, you can't like let them go dormant, like open them and then never use them. You need to, you know, use Use them a little bit. Use it like my mom does. She like charges. She has a discover card. She charges and then she walks over to the counter and she pays it off at the customer (laughs) service. But it counts because you've used it. I thought you have to let that sit on there for For a little bit, a little bit of time. So if you're just new to credit, you do. But if you've had it open for a long time, you can just have the activity. Veterans. Yes, exactly. Exactly right. Yes, yes, Mm. yes. Okay. So that way you're using the credit. You're not letting the credit use you. So be in be in charge, and you do be have to watch it. Like I when it. I, because I got that I got the lec- the lecture from the credit contest about not <laughs> using one of my cards. Mm-hmm. So I had to go. Okay, well. I'll put this, my gym membership is on the card. Oh, there you now. go. And so I was just Perfect. like, okay. So it's like, it's only $40 a month. Now you're just month. bragging. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm like, <laughs> I've been a, on a two year. a gym membership. I've been, <laughs> I do have a gym membership. <laughs> but you, you know, I've been on a two more, two year homework assignment. There you, you go. Know, kind of thing. Because if you know, you know, once you acknowledge the, okay, I'm a little non-standard in the way that my lifestyle is, you have to go, okay, well, what can I do to not you know, hurt myself more. Right. <laughs> right. right. I got to at least do this stuff. It's bad enough that I decided, well, I'm going to go out and be an entrepreneur and quit and do this and all those things. Well, then you have to go, okay, well, what else can I do to do these things mm-hmm. right for this freedom? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that's why you need to call, right? We need to have the consultation. Your life is different. Your everybody is different. I can't say, do this, do this, do this, your score is 700, buy right. a house. It doesn't work like that. Everybody's right. life is different. Everybody's history is different. Everybody's income is different. You, it, It's just like going to the doctor, right? They're going to run all the same tests and everybody's going to have different results. Come to the doctor credit and <laughs> let me help you so through that. How fast can somebody reasonably expect their credit score to go up, say, 
50 to 100 points. I had a gentleman in March gave me a call, past client. Credit score was in the mid-500s, about 550. Ooh, that's rough. That is yeah. rough, rough, rough. He was going to have a good amount of down payments, so we wanted to go conventional. He wanted to be able to close in May. His wife is a teacher. They wanted in their new house before the school year started. All that, you know, all this is coming together, coming together. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. We had him join uh, his father-in-law's credit card, two of them. And so all of the credit profile, he, he joined as a joint user with his father-in-law's credit card, which meant that his father-in-law called the creditor and added him. Yes. All that profile dumped into the new credit report and his score jumped 100 points. Wow. 100 perfect. points. Well, we want you to be able to be a success story as well. There's a couple of ways you can do it. You can call Shelly at 612-839-6918. You can also Always text Mimi one level. Paying bills on time? Not maxing out credit cards? Yes, give yourself credit. You can get closer to big goals like home ownership by taking small steps to build up your credit. Level up your credit knowledge at Fannie Mae.com slash credit education. 